Can you still see me? Yes. <laughs> Welcome to the second episode of Shocked or Not Shocked. I'm Grant. Gary. Welcome and thank you for listening to our second episode. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. Why are you starting strong? <laughs> oh, I start strong. We want to first apologize for our two week hiatus. Um, I don't know if I think we're shocked or not shocked that um, this occurred. Uh, well, first, I'm shocked that the first episode was a hit. Yes. Um, like, we got like 70 views on this thing. and 86. I, I only know like 10 people, so <laughs> it definitely has nothing to do with me. Well, definitely not me. Yeah, I mean, the, uh, the overall feedback is pretty good. Um, I guess we should have more faith in ourselves. I don't know. Yeah, well, I'm shocked about that. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, start off, we're going to explain uh, what's been going on the last two weeks. Um, Aaron has, I don't even know, do you even live in, technically in Chicago anymore? So, it's, it's actually Oak Park now, but so <sighs> it's only like four miles from the city, but I Oof. swear it's literally like living on a different planet compared to the city. So, people are friendly, you know, got, had to go buy a lawnmower. And already, already, uh, already mowed the lawn. It was getting a little out of hand. Still need to fill the sinkhole out front. But um, you know, neighbors, na- we were walking by some neighbors the other day. They were like, "Saw you mowing your lawn." I was like, "Exactly, exactly." <laughs> Dude, it's a big deal around here. That is a high honor. I mean, the in the suburbs, uh, I guess we're like four and a half years in now. Um, the law. I, mean, I, I first bought an electric lawn mower, recorded, and uh, my neighbor called it a blender. And he ended up giving me a lawnmower for free. Um, so, I mean, lawns, you know, that's a big, you know, they see you out there doing it. They know, oh, the young couple. They know it. you're committed. Yeah. They, 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 they also mentioned that um, pretty much everybody in this neighborhood pays for their lawn. So I don't know <laughs> if that was like a jab saying like, you probably should no, get somebody that. It's jealousy. Uh, it, it is. I'll take that. I'll take it. <laughs> There's a couple people in our neighborhood that pay for it. And, there's they're not friends with anyone you gotta like i was telling you my neighbor he's six kids two foster kids and he runs a company and he still mows the lawn makes no sense well i thought you would have given me a heads up that moving <laughs> to the uh suburbs was um such a you would never believe me i'm still adapting it but you know what it was a real adjustment for me initially but i'm i'm starting to like it I'm not, I'm not one to really like to talk to people. And, uh, you know, you go out your front door and people are like waving. It's real. It's like a real, um, house, you know, one of those like, uh, Stepford wise vibes, but Uh, it's, it's, I'm starting to enjoy it. (laughs) So let's move on to the, uh, the next topic then with, with that being said, because I kind of, I really, I really like this idea. Um, you know, as States are starting to reopen, and due to uh, you know the closure of the with the pandemic, um, lockdown. We're looking to people for advice, you know. And Trump's got this uh, reopening committee that I think consists of about three hundred people, which seems like a lot of egos in the room to to actually like get it. Like a lot of chiefs. Yeah. <laughs> so so Grant. So what we decided to do was kind of do like an NFL draft style of who we would have on uh, on our opening committee. Um, yes. Which is, what did we decide? Five five people a person? 
Yeah, we're in at five. And so it's kind of, you know, who'd be on our opening committee? Who are we betting on here to, um, to really succeed in this situation? Um, so we're going to kind of keep track and try to follow these people. Some of them are public or trade companies. Some of them, I don't know. I haven't seen Aaron's list, so I have no I, idea. Yeah, I may have missed the memo on the following, but you know what? It's uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get through it. It's true. So, so you want to you want to go first since you're the the you since you have the microphone. <laughs> microphone chap. Uh, yes. So I'm going to start off with my first pick. So this is not, you know, we do not offer stock advice in the show for whatever the disclaimer is here. So, you know, if you, if you go and invest on this, that's on you. So my first pick is I'm going to stick in my wheelhouse and go with the CEO of Parks Hotels, Thomas Baltimore. So fun fact, Thomas Baltimore used to manage uh, the company I worked for when I was at the Marriott in Charleston. Very tough guy. Would not want to be in a dark alley with this guy. This guy doesn't mess around. So they own a lot of uh, uh, major metropolitan big-time hotels, San Francisco, Hawaii, New York. Um, so their stock is down to $7 a share from 26 Not looking good. So, but little-known fact, very inside information here. No, don't say that. We could get ourselves into trouble with the <laughs> This is the biggest part of my things. I got it. Sorry. Uh, uh, Thomas Baltimore but went to UVA and lived on the lawn, if you're familiar with UVA, with Chris Nacetta, who is the CEO of Hilton Worldwide Hotels. So when they come back and, you know, people are deciding where to hold their meetings, I've got a feeling he's going to go to his boy. Yeah. Not only a merger, but I think the business is going to be a little kicked, you know. But anyway, so I think that one's going to be a home run. $7.31 close on Friday. All right, well, I think that's a pretty strong strong, um, strong pick uh, for your number one pick. I took a little bit of a different route. Um, so my number one pick is Guy Fieri. And if you've, been, <laughs> if you've been living under a rock for the last 14 years, Guy Fieri – is the, the, the host of Diners, Drives It, Drives it and Dives since 2006. This guy goes into uh, family-owned businesses on a regular basis. I don't even, you, you can't even count the number of family-owned, you know, small-time, uh, small-business uh, restaurants that this guy's been into. Um, and so I think if That's anybody needs to be on a reopening committee, uh, in, in talking about advice as to how to reopen these restaurants, how to do it safely, and also the financial impact that these family-owned businesses are facing, Guy Fieri's my man. Plus, Guy wears sandals in, in a kitchen, and anybody who's that bold, uh, you can't go wrong. So, Guy Fieri, number one pick, uh, and I'll pass it back to you. You just played me there. I acted like, oh, I didn't put any information and thought into this. That was pretty, pretty I'm, thorough. I'm going off the cuff here. <laughs> okay okay well number two i'm gonna go with jesse powell ceo of cryptocurrency exchange kraken oh so back to not, crypto yes we're gonna go back to crypto oh first disclaimer here <clears throat> so we made some comments in the last episode about bitcoin margin trading and gambling so my birthday my mom called me and said i know it's your birthday but you have a gambling problem so we just want to address <laughs> that right now <laughs> Not have a gambling problem. 
If you're not familiar with Bitcoin, that's on you. Okay. you keep your opinions to yourself. In, in, in the famous words of Michael Jordan, you have a competition problem, not a gambling problem. Exactly. Um, exactly. And, and, and look I'm, how he turned uh, out. <laughs> he's doing fairly well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So number two, Jesse Powell. So one of the oldest cryptocurrency exchanges out there. So most people are familiar with Coinbase. The last two times, Bitcoin has plummeted and may have been manipulation. Whatever. Coinbase has uh, completely go gone degraded performance, not been able to trade, left their traders in the lurch. Kraken, on the other hand, staying strong. Kraken also offers leverage trading, which I'm a big fan of. Up to five times leverage trading. You can either make a lot of money or lose a lot of money real quick. Um, he also once refused a probe from the New York Attorney General. Don't know how that finished up, but that was on his Wikipedia bio, so I thought throw it in there. Mm, number two pick. Great. <laughs> number two pick is him. Locking it. Jesse Powell. Jesse Powell. Okay. You know what? I'm going to leave this one for a little bit later. I'm going to go with Mark Cuban on my number two. Uh, not only is this guy brilliant, owner of the Mavericks, made a ton of money in tech, uh, only only billionaire, I believe, on the Shark Tank, just, just so you know. And, yeah, um, sure. Four and I, I mean, he's, he's, he's in the events world, you know, and, and talking about reopening on a reopening committee, getting fans back in there, talking about sport, a solid, um, solid person to have in your ear during this, uh, this reopening across the country. That's All right, good. Grant, you got to speed yours up, man. I'm, I'm flying through mine. All right. Number three, Katrina Lake, Stitch Fitch. Stitch Fitch. Yes. Stitch Fitch. I don't know who you're picking here. You're not familiar with Stitch Fitch. Should be their stock is going through the roof, just like my team. Uh, they sit and close your door. Uh, my wife loves it. It's basically they curate it and they learn from you, basically artificial intelligence. So they got the Amazon thing going on, or basically they pick products based on what they learn. So their information, blah, blah, blah. These people watch it, invest in it. $21.41 closed on Friday. Stitch Fitch, Katrina Lake. I, I think that's a solid pick. Um, yes. You know, I don't know how much that has to do with the reopening uh, of the country. But. Well, when you're re you don't have to, are you going to go to a mall? Have you been to a mall recently? <laughs> you know what? I actually saw on the news uh, this starting this weekend, um, the Mall of America is open in Minneapolis, which is crazy <laughs> to me. That's, that's that really? I mean, the <laughs> issue is when you go to the mall, the people working at the mall are like, they can't give you the advice Stitch Fitch can. They've got 10,000 uh, these curators across the country. Mm. That's okay. that's what's going on. Like Trunk Club, kind of. Never heard of that. Maybe the a way, direct competitor? I, I don't if, know. If, if anybody, I think it's a direct competitor, but if any of these, um, if any of the owners of these companies are watching this, feel free to send us some free stuff. <laughs> All right. My, my, next, my next one, David Taylor. Do you know who David Taylor is? It's not a common name at uh, all. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> the CEO and chairman DT. of Procter and Gamble, aka oh. uh, uh, the producers of Charmin, who are getting us through this crisis uh, fairly well. And um, if any, if you haven't been living under a rock the past two months, toilet paper has been a damn nightmare to to obtain. But um, David Taylor, number three pick. Uh, final answer. They also have been poisoning people with gold bond for like 30 years and got away with it too. So, you know, what? <laughs> you know what? That uh, 
we'll, we'll, we'll find her. They are in the, it's in the courts. Let the, let the jury decide on that. Yeah. All right. My number four pick, you know, sports are a big thing. NASCAR you're talking about coming back. So I'm going to go with Jeremy Pruitt, head coach of the Tennessee Vols football team. Why okay. is he important? Because he's a coach. He's a leader, brings people together. Um, had a phenomenal recruiting class when you can't even meet people. So obviously they're good at zoom, uh, whatnot. I think they're going to be contender when they come back. I think, the way they've used uh, uh, online recruiting or social media is a big thing. Also, last time he came from Alabama, he was a def- defensive coordinator. They won the national championship when uh, Tua, Toggle, whatever, threw the touchdown. Next morning, he was in Knoxville ready for work with the orange tie on. Number four, Jeremy Pruitt. Good. I like it. Uh, uh, solid leader. Um, hopefully they'll have a better season this year if they have a season at all. So, <laughs> all right, my next pick in this one, you know what? I'm going to really enjoy, um, I, I'm going to really enjoy the picture you choose for this one. You're going to have a lot of liberty with this, uh, to, to put up in the background here. Um, number four pick for me, Jenna Jameson. <laughs> let me, let me explain. You might laugh. Please explain. Let me explain myself. She is a leader in an industry that is ripe for disease. It is every day you go to the job, you, can, you have, an, uh, you have a, a risk of, uh, of contracting a sexual transmitted disease. And they have figured out a way through testing regularly, through um, protections. Um, I, I think, you know, anybody who needs to, when we're talking about reopening a country, when we're talking about reopening, having people go back to work and do so safely during a pandemic, why not go to an industry, the porn industry, where they're dealing with this stuff all the time? I mean, not to the degree of a pandemic, but they are living in a space and working in a space that is high risk for sexual transmitted diseases, right? So it's not, I get it, it's not airborne, it's not any of this, but I mean, I think she would have some pretty, pretty, um, Pretty good uh, suggestions when it comes to reopening a country, reopening companies uh, as it relates to reopening <laughs> the transmission of disease. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Jen, is she still uh, active? <laughs> you know what? I, I, I don't know. Not really. I'm going I'm to allow you to tell us by, uh, by searching it out. I actually think she's producing now. Oh. Which. You know, she's had she's she has lived every facet of this industry. So I think she would I think she would be a strong pick for a reopening committee. I like it. I like it. It's so my fifth and final pick. It's my guy, my you know, you got you need a guy that is gonna do the dirty work. You need a guy that's gonna be behind the scenes, you know, pulling the strings, and you know, when you need something to get done, he's gonna make it happen. And this guy, fresh out of Rikers, Paul Manafort. Paul Manafort. I mean, his fundraising ability, it's hard to argue with. I mean, there's literally court documents. I mean, he literally was put in jail for it. I mean, unbelievable. He gets it done, knows how to go under the radar, you know, say what you want about him, but he's out free now and he's available and he is going to be. Okay. But I do think this, you know what? I think this is a fantastic pick. Um, not because those low, low level criminals as well. Yes. I mean, we, we were freed on bond several times and look at us now. See, I mean, we've got a podcast. (laughs) This is what you get. The judicial system. This is what you get. I kick it over to you for your fifth and final pick. All right. 
man, this this my 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 pick number five. This one this one is close to home for me. All right, so um, this guy uh, pretty pretty ballsy. Started his own company, um, really in the real estate game. And, um, you know, I think when you're talking about reopening, you know, you, your first pick was, was a hotel uh, magnet, right? And, and I think it, if you're going to talk about um, reopening a country, you have to talk about travel. You have to talk about people getting back out and, and really contributing to the economy um, financially uh, so that, um, you know, we can get this, we can get this this massive machine running again. And so my final pick, the one and only uh, podcast partner, Grant Hoskins. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I did not see that coming. I think, um, you know, I I, I think. I mean, it's an honor. You've got, you know, there's there's a. um, I appreciate it. I mean, me and Mark Cuban. Push people along. You're, you're able to, you, you are heavily committed to whatever you say. So if we're saying we're reopening the, the, the uh, country and we were in the, the position to do so, I wouldn't have anybody uh, else uh, by my side. I think you would be the, the, the one and only to, to get the job done and we could really push it through just like this podcast. And it's quite an honor. I, I, I accept. I'm, I'm there. Now, I'm also going to expect you to do what you're going to have Paul Manafort do for you. You're going to have to be the back. <laughs> I can do that. <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't know if I now like the Paul Manafort comparison, but I, I, uh, I'll okay. make it happen. Shocked about our picks for reopening committee. I'm not too shocked. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to keep an eye on, on these guys and, and, and girls, which I, I'm a little disappointed. You didn't have a, you didn't have a woman on your. Uh, your Trina uh, Lake is a woman. <laughs> um, what? You know, like a stitch fish, stitch bitch oh, okay. as a woman. Okay, great. <laughs> Not shocked you that you're, you're uh, shocked by the suburbs. Um, I'm a little shocked by your picks. I mean, it's quite an honor. I did not see me being chosen as one, but uh, this is something I feel like I want something, so you kind of made my day. So, well, yeah. So on that note, we'll be back. We'll be back in a week. We're going to make that promise. Uh, we've got a little uh, commencement speech for all the graduates coming up next week from A.A. Ron. And uh, we'll look for you uh, next week. So that's it for episode two. All right. All right, sir. God bless America. Peace.